show is celebrating its 100th episode, and we are chatting with all of the stars. This is important. Milestone 100th episode. Come. I told my hairdresser, I'm like, I want knots in my hair, and she just went to town. I don't know, 100 episode, something special. We're in the hundreds now, ladies and gentlemen, and I'd like to thank you all uh, for being a part of this journey with me and my fellow survivors. Coveted 100 episode milestone is an incredible, incredible achievement. We did it. Amazing. We've made it. Insane. We're alive. Surreal. 100 episode fever. All 99 shows against all odds and reason. That's something. Now it's time to rest. Really? America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It or Not... The show where we um, we believe it, or maybe not. Prob uh, probably not. Probably um, not. We've been doing this for a couple of episodes. Yeah, we gotta say we've done a few. Mostly not. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, we've been doing it for so many episodes that this episode right here, Trev. Yeah. Do you, Do you know what number this is? Uh, is it in the twenties? A little higher. Forties. Uh, a little higher. Oh, it's in the uh, late forties. A uh, little higher than that. Oh. Add like four or five. Oh, is this episode 103? <laughs> a little lower than that. 100? That's it. Whoa. Right on the money. Right and the money. I hope I hope that bit didn't turn everyone off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can guarantee it turned some people off. Yeah. Yeah. So we got I'm that fine going. with that. Yeah. So this is episode 100, the big hundy. Uh, oh man, so many memories, so many laughs, um, so many not laughs actually yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sadness. Um, it's been a ride. It's been a it's been a go. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. What's your fondest memory? Mm, my fondest memory. Ah, jeez. Um, probably back when we used to be able to be doing this in person. You mm, know. Yeah. I I miss I miss that Trev. Now we're you know we're still on the Zoom kind of. Yeah. Days, I guess. But uh, yeah, you know what? I miss getting down, sitting down with you, learning about some stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, sharing it with the world. So, yeah. what's your favorite part? Uh, you know, just uh, the learning. <laughs> learning, yeah. <laughs> no, I, and I've loved actually interacting <laughs> with uh, with the peeps, the listeners, and uh, yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's been really cool. And I mean, with your uh, YouTube channel, like, really taking off this last year or so. I mean, that's been really great, and we've getting more people listening and more people watching what you're doing there, too, which yeah. has been uh, really cool to see. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a hell of a ride. This last year, especially, yeah, it's been a hell of a, a roller coaster and a, a good roller coaster, like a fun one. So, mm -hmm. yeah, not like a rickety uh, one. <laughs> yeah, one of those rickety wooden ones that, you know, probably hasn't been maintained very well. Exactly. Yeah, um, but... You know, the thing about those ones is they're more exciting. Cause that's true. Danger. That's true. That is very Pe true. People like danger. Yeah. So. Like the 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 wildebeest or the wild beast at Wonderland. It's like, it feels like it's falling apart. Do they that, call it the wildebeest? 
I always called it the wildebeest, but a lot of people <laughs> call it the wild beast, and I think it's just called the wild beast. Right. Yeah. But uh, let us idea. let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have access to the internet and can check a website, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, let us know. But um, Damien. Yes, Trevor. Speaking of listeners, should we uh, we put it out there in the last episode? Hey, if you have any questions for us, send it send it our way. So I we got a few, and we got some questions. Whoa, and some compliments. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. We didn't have to do that. We yeah. just wanted questions. Yeah, exactly. Should we start with the video one? Some people send in some videos and some audio. Maybe oh, this we'll is exciting. Start with that. We'll answer those questions, and then we'll... We're getting multimedia here. Oh, yeah. We spared no expense for episode 100. What is this? The Tonight Show at Jay Leno? Yeah. What are, what are, what are these headlines? Um, are, Let's take a look. That's the only bit Roll I, clip. I remember. Uh, Roll clip. Roll clip. All right, so this one um, is from, like, if you can see this, people, I'm going to put it in the YouTube version as well. Um, sh- uh, she she uh, is a clown, and she does clowning on uh, TikTok and is fantastic. Uh, but if you're, if you're just listening, she wrote, believe it or not, on her face, and then on her red nose, she wrote 100, and uh, it's, uh, it's fantastic. But uh, let's take a listen. Hello. Oh. <laughs> My life is inundated with a bunch of religions secretly I'm not a part of. And it means my myself and my life are separate entities. And and then I found your podcast and your openly talking about doubts and even frustrations with good humor. And you know what? I don't feel so evil anymore. And I don't feel crazy. I don't feel crazy. I don't feel crazy. How dare you? Shame on both of you. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry about my little outburst or like whatever. Hey, don't worry. Cause you know what? Next time I'll take your eyeball and make soup out of it. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, don't. First of all, yeah, yeah. I don't no, want no, my no. eyeball in a soup. I was just gonna apologize for uh, taking away your crazy. I. I... I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, you know what? We'll we'll give it back to you. We'll give you a full refund on that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, but that was so nice. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. Yeah. And let's see. We'll do another here. Hey, Trevor and Damien. I'm Johnny. I have a YouTube channel myself, so I enjoy listening to the podcast, you know, while working on my own videos or unwinding at the end of a long day, stuff like that. Uh, I was raised Catholic, and I'm now an atheist, so I think there's a lot of value in kind of analyzing the more extreme sects of organized religion and, you know, having a, having a good laugh about it. I'm also a big fan of Trevor's scripted stuff, so I wanted to ask a question about that. What inspired you to start doing scripted videos? Were there any particular YouTube channels that kind of sparked your interest, made you want to do that kind of thing? Uh, also, a question for both of you. Are there any YouTube channels or podcasts you guys enjoy outside of the realm of religion or politics? I personally like a lot of gaming and music stuff. Anyways, congratulations on the 100 episodes. I've been listening for a few months, and I look forward to hearing oh, more from man. you. Well, thank you so much, Johnny. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I guess we should probably start with uh, the first question, Trev. Do you want to take it away there? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think uh, it was. I started it. Started kind of thinking about it during my COVID unemployment, and um, just another thing to do. And yeah. I had been watching, I think, like Lindsay Ellis and some other um, video essay people. And I was like, oh, I kind of like to do this with like the focus on religion. And then my original idea, I don't think would work with the format we've done. I wanted to do a video about skepticism in Doctor Who. (laughs) 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 And then I I mean, you you could probably still do it. Yeah. (laughs) But at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then I got the idea of doing the uh, like how frustrated I was with so much of religion telling you that you're worthless and stuff. So I was like, well, I'll do a video about that. And then yeah. if I get any other ideas or if people seem to like it, then maybe I'll do another one. And yeah, that's kind of how it started. Amazing. Yeah. You should do that Doctor Who one. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's true. I, I, don't think, I don't think people will be mad about it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, people might be mad about it, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, those Doctor yeah. Who fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you. Like me. <laughs> uh, and then I believe the other question was, what other podcasts do we listen to? Yeah. You want to go first on that one? Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Comedy Bang Bang fan, so I listen to a lot of that, like that and Freedom. Uh, anything with like Paul F. Tompkins. Um, if you're looking more like info side, I do like uh, Behind the Bastards a lot. You're Wrong About is very good, too. There's a bunch, so many, so many good shows. How about, yeah. Oh, uh, another uh, fun one. Um, also on the Sonar Network, uh, I really love uh, Evil Men. That one's a lot of fun too. So. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I guess for me, uh, Spook Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I should plug that one too. Eh? <laughs> um. Actually, yeah, I was going to say Behind the Bastards. Um, I've been so bad, like, working from home, listening to podcasts lately. Uh, yeah. But um, I've been really enjoying and have for a while, um, like, Cody Johnston's, um, mm. yeah, uh, even more news and some more news. I, yeah. I really I watch a lot of the that. YouTube channel. I haven't listened yeah. to the podcast much, though. Very good stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I guess that's and r slash. Which is just a guy reading um, Reddit stuff. Yeah, Reddit. Okay. And that's been my like go-to when I'm doing dishes and stuff. I just kind of <laughs> put that on, and yeah. uh, and then hate humanity for a while. Yeah. So. I'll have to uh, check that one out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of those same kind of format things where it's just some person reading stuff they found on Reddit, but it's it's yeah, yeah. like nice to have on in the background. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, let's do another... Do I have another video? Yes, I do. Hey, Trevor. Um, I love your podcast. It's so great. I wanted to reach out because I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I actually live on Billy Graham Parkway. And I live right down the street from Elevation. And you talk about Charlotte so often. So my question for your 100th show is... What... What let's just focus on Charlotte and like how it's been an epicenter of Christianity and maybe how you can fix it. I also wanted to know what resources you've come across for atheists as a community because I feel like I don't have a community now. Yeah, um, 
The first one, I think, yeah, Charlotte's crazy. There's just so much going on there. I think so many mega churches and so many. It's like, yeah, I don't know why it's an epicenter for, for that kind of stuff. But I guess it's where the market is. People want that stuff, so <laughs> so that's there. Yeah, I mean, it's it it seems to be a problem through a lot of the southern United States yeah. as well. But I guess Charlotte particularly has <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, gone uh, gone a little uh, buck wild there. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then as far as community, it's tough because it's, I mean, it's always tough to find friends as an adult, so, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, there are some good sites for like meetups and stuff and that you can meet people. Hmm. Um, I think meetup is one of the sites and, uh, and then I don't know if, uh, join, <laughs> join our, the Reddit, um, the, yeah, the belief I'm sure you Reddit. can find people yeah. there. And um, join uh, X Christian. I think that's a good one on Reddit. And um, yeah, and if you have any, if there's any other like atheist podcasts and stuff, a lot of times they'll have like um, fan pages on Facebook. And I think that's a good place to to meet people as well, and chat with yeah. people. I think uh, I think it's also important to to uh, not just limit yourself to finding atheist groups though as well. True. I think you can find a community of people with different beliefs and ideas. That's not going to you know they're not going to try and like convert you at every chance they get or something like that there are plenty of people who have belief systems and they're not gonna you know push it on you so don't i'm gonna just say don't just limit yourself to those atheist groups i mean i I think it's great to have that resource especially if you're if you're trying to explore that more and kind of you know find some like-minded people but don't limit yourself that's all i'm gonna say yeah good call Mm -hmm. good call so let's answer some emails email and i threw one comment from the from youtube in into the mix because it's a question we get all the time and i try to sometimes i'll answer it in, as like i'll reply and answer it i figured well, let's just say it on the podcast get that over with is it the one i think it is because i think you've answered this before though where does work I feel works? like you have yeah yeah okay i feel well, like i've heard this explained many times okay so work work sky moon doesn't mean anything. I was drinking rum with uh, my friend Dave, and we were playing with fridge magnets and uh, and the the poetry ones. And he wrote a big poem, so I was like, "I'll write a poem." And I wrote "Work, work, sky, work, 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 sky, moon." That's the end of the story. That's where it came from. And then I put it at the end of our when me and Dave did sketches. And then it felt weird editing something and not putting it at the end. So I just stuck it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> it's like like a pseudo production thing now. Yeah, I don't exactly. think most of those production company tags really have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Deep meanings, right? Yeah. <laughs> like what's the one? Yeah, sit ubu sit. That's an old one. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's some bad hat, Harry. Yeah. (laughs) So John asks, Hi, Trevor and Damien. Why did each of you decide to start this podcast? Well, if I remember correctly, uh, I remember we would talked about this idea, and I wasn't originally going to be a part of it. It was another friend of ours. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had chopped it out and talked with them. But uh, because of their uh, upbringing and, and people in their family, they didn't necessarily feel comfortable doing this kind of subject matter yet mm-hmm. and then uh i don't know how it came back to me again I, I can't remember exactly yeah i think i was just looking around for a co-host and you're like because i was originally looking for somebody who grew up in mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in the church and you said well wouldn't it be interesting to have somebody that 
doesn't know anything about. Um, and I still stuff. don't know. <laughs> I haven't listened to a word you said this whole <laughs> this time. Whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of the way it went. And then Damien came up with the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest, I guess, as they say, is history. What can I say? I, yeah. I, I know how to come up with a name. That's yeah. one thing I can do. Yeah, and for me, it was like I just... Um, I was doing another podcast and it was ending and we were getting close to the end and mm-hmm. I wanted to do something else. But I, the other one was just us, like me and my friend goofing around and I wanted to do something that actually like um, yeah. had a topic. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, yeah. it definitely helps for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I was like, well, what do I know? And this is what I know. And <laughs> there we are. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to the next question. They want to keep anonymous if possible, so we'll just say, hey, I'd like to stay anonymous if possible. I found you guys last year and love your channel. Quickly became one of my favorites. Do you think it's worth trying to deconvert people? Or would it be better to just let people remain ignorant if it isn't harming them? As someone from a very religious family, it bothers me that my nieces and nephews may be victims of the same religious trauma as I am. What are some ways to prevent that from happening? I feel like this is a very uh a very tricky kind of delicate question. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I don't try to deconvert people. Mm-hmm. If I know somebody's questioning and I know somebody's struggling, mm-hmm. then I let them know that I'm somebody they can talk to and somebody they yeah. can work things out with, but I I'm not actively like preaching to my family and trying to get them to to walk away from their faith. I just don't think it's my place. I think everybody has to come to their own yeah. conclusions. Um, yeah. I think I think one of the big issues with it too is, especially it being like your nieces and nephews, I don't want to say territorial, but, you know, protective over those kind of things. And by you trying to deconvert someone else's kids, they that might not end up well for anybody. If anything, yeah. it, it might just cause tensions between you and that family member it might cause uh, a rift between the kids and you because mm-hmm. they you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know how the parents are going to react with that. So I feel like it's just going to cause more problems than anything. I would say the best thing you can do is maybe if you're able to present some alternate, like, you know, maybe say that, you know, like there are other belief systems or something like that. You know, you can you can educate without trying to convert or, you know, yeah. or present ideas that might not be present in you know, say like a Christian framework. So yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, too, with the nieces and nephews, just let them know that, that you're a safe yeah. place. Yeah. Just uh, be support. If yeah. you can be there for support and understanding, if they come to you that I think that's a, a different thing, but even then don't, don't be like, all right, well, this is why everything you know is wrong. And this is what the right thing is. So it's yeah. Like, you need to be there as, as someone who can listen. And then if they have questions, you know, do the best you can to answer and provide, you know, yeah. a safe spot. And I think there's some simple stuff you can do, too. Like, if they're in one of mm-hmm. those churches that do talk about how, you know, everyone's worthless and, and all that stuff, just be that positive person who, like, points out why they're good people and why they're strong people without mentioning God and things like that. And yeah. just be that. It doesn't have to be like, here, I'm going to try to get you to walk away from God, but just, like, plant those seeds of you are a good person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Even just taking the time to, uh, you know, ask them questions and mm-hmm. listen to them, uh, I think will go a, a, a long way in, you know, just them, you know, wanting to trust you. And Yeah. 
you know, you know I, that sounds weird to say wanted. <laughs> you, you understand what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I got you. I got that. Melody asks, hello, I couldn't think of a question for your 100 episodes, so here's a compliment. You are like wearing some pants and then uh, tripping and ripping them. And at first you're like, oh, no. But then it turns out to be pretty fashionable. And you add some fabric markers and patches and stuff. And it turns out to be way cooler than it was to begin with. Uh, the pants is is one's beliefs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it so yeah, much. I do think that everyone's first time listening to the show, they're like, oh, no. <laughs> all right that's okay another one no questions just compliments all right i guess we could say the name on this one yeah this is from hungry henry uh congrats and keep up the awesome work your content is more important than you may realize i and so many other people have abusive people in our lives that use religion to justify their actions your content shines a light on flaws that need to be recognized whether the viewer is christian or not I hope victims of these religious nutcases continue to find your videos. It was a big game changer when I realized that eternal damnation is punishment for not wearing my best Sunday dress. Just sort of makes God a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, had an experience this week actually with um, a family member who's decided to shun another family member just completely. Oh, really? Cut them out and... Uh, it's it, it's made me pretty mad, and it's for the dumbest reason, and uh, it's all because of religion. And I think, uh, yeah, it can be so damaging, and it's so frustrating. So yeah, I, yeah, thanks. I'm glad we're you know in some way a help to like a light at the end of the tunnel for <laughs> for some people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I think it comes back to uh, in a weird way, kind of putting out these ideas is showing that there are people who understand and and it's i know they're listening but it's it's in that same kind of realm you know yeah it's back to like what we were saying before right you know you can feel included you can feel like you know that you're not alone there right exactly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and mason says happy 100th episode i've been a fan of the youtube channel for a while and finally uh, delved into the podcast love it my family and friends are super religious, so it's refreshing to hear a regular conversation about belief from two guys who don't have a dog in the fight or hand in the offering plate. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut you off there. We're gonna be passing around the digital collection plate yeah. uh, during this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you could put in, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> However, I've also recently started listening to another podcast, How God Works from PRX, and it's about the cognitive, social, psychological benefits of religious practices from a scientist scientific perspective uh it got me wondering if you guys had any thoughts on integrating spirituality into a rational and non-religious worldview specifically are there rituals you perform in your daily lives that would be called spiritual um keep up the good work and stay warm up in canada it's warming up here yeah we're we're in the positive digits right now yeah Yeah, it's starting to get, it's starting to be nice. No, I I tried at first <laughs> to do some spiritual practices and do mm-hmm. like kind of keep the prayer thing going and like cuz it but <laughs> after I walked away, it just it didn't make any sense to me anymore, but yep. I do get why it makes sense to some people and why those kind of routines mm-hmm. and and practices are very helpful for your mental health and things like that. But it's just for me it's it didn't do the 
the trick. <laughs> I feel I feel like there are plenty of non-spiritual like routines and kind of rituals that yeah. you you can do that can kind of fill those those needs, right? Yeah. You know, like even if it's as simple as like every morning, you know, you you make yourself a cup of coffee and you read the paper, right? Like yeah, you, like true. that in itself there is is I don't I I'm always hesitant with with spiritual because I I feel like it's such a it it covers a lot of ground while not covering any ground. Yeah. And it really <laughs> and I'm it, I don't know, it just it it's such a weird kind of way to look at things that I, I guess it just for me personally it just never enters my mind mm, yeah <laughs> in my daily life like ever yeah. it, like i never think like hmm, i wonder what my spiritual side in this moment would be yeah <laughs> it's just i have no it doesn't mean anything to me yeah play some video games i don't know yeah <laughs> well yeah because i used to always like you know whatever i was doing it was like what's the eternal val- value in this or and what mm-hmm. you know and now it's like because i don't have that perspective anymore it's just nice to be able to do things for that for that thing's yeah. sake and mm-hmm. uh so yeah I, and that's okay yeah exactly and, i don't know find get, find a club find some people to hang out with you know I, I think there are things that a lot of those they're saying cognitive sci- sociological and psychological benefits that you can get without having to deal with spirituality or anything. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel anyway. I don't yeah. know. We'll look it up. Same <laughs> I'll definitely check out that podcast though. Yeah. Uh, another question this time from Hannah. Uh, hi, I just finished listening to the 99th podcast episode and being a huge fan, I thought I'd send in a question for the next episode. Here we are. Uh, but first let me just say that you guys are amazing. Well, thank you. Your podcast and Trevor's videos on YouTube have really helped me process a lot of what I've been going through as I've left Christianity over the past year. It's fairly recent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, on to the question. Uh, So I'm at college right now and taking an American studies course. My professor was talking about how America is unique because it was the first nation to start on the basis of separating church and state. I thought this was interesting because of my friend and I have been talking about how America often feels like a theocracy. (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Many people will try to argue that there is a separation, but morals and therefore laws just uh, stem from Christianity. Sorry, very tiny text here. Um, do you think that there can ever be a separation of church and state or will the religious people always run the world with their laws? Uh, best Hannah, uh, sh- uh, should we say last name? Uh, probably not. Well, yeah. We'll just say Hannah B. Hannah B. I hope there can be separation of church and state. <laughs> it's, it's, I think we yeah. have it more so here, but still not. Um, no. well, I mean, if the, uh, the recent, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying it's religious, but the Freedom Convoy, it kind of shows like these kind of groups are very present and can be very vocal and can be very hard to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So something like, uh, I think there's, there's too much money involved and there's too much power involved in, in the religious kind of underpinnings in the United States. I think they, they have too much sway over too many things and too much control over too much stuff to want to let it go very easily. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely it'll be a fight, and <laughs> it's gonna. And that's that's not to say all churches. I'm just saying, yeah. like the 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 general body of what it is. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, because like even in Canada, we have taxes pay for Catholic school system, and which is insane, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. we need to stop that. And then because so now the Catholic Church and the government are holding hands. So when you have to deal with something like the residential school system, and yeah, it's it's so dumb. I think part of it tradition is a weird thing that people love to hold on to, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Yeah. Um, there's an old Stanhope bit where he's like, it's someone else's baggage. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and I completely agree with that. But yeah, um, it's also, I, I think one of the, the, I think one thing to kind of realize, like as a general rule for the most part, if it, if it's not something that's directly affecting people, people don't really care about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a general as a general rule. Yeah. I'm not saying that people don't care or it's not something that people think is important, but especially something with like politics where you need a lot of people to really give a shit and actually want to do stuff. Yeah. I, I just don't think that it's a pressing enough issue for enough people for them to be like, Oh, we need to get this out of here. Plus the people who want it to stay there are also um uh, what's the word? Uh, fanatical. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, and like like you said too, like you don't if you don't care about things that don't affect you personally. Um, mm-hmm. Like a good example in the states is that playground that um, at the church that the government ended up having to pay for um, the. So basically, what happened was the government did this program where they would pay for playgrounds at preschools to have right, rubber. I this. Yeah, okay. and it's a very small thing. And so, yeah, that playground in some random state, I think Kansas, doesn't affect you personally, but the way the Supreme Court handled it does affect how church-state oh. separation. And it then sets a precedent, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and like even like the Texas abortion laws, and yeah, it's uh, that sets a precedent, and then it goes on further. And I know they did do like. Texas technically won the Supreme Court case, but they put some stuff in there so that it doesn't set a precedent. But still, like it's yeah, that, I mean it, yeah. it it does. Whether yeah. they think it, I think it will. Yeah, uh, I, and that's the thing too. You know, it's there's a lot of uh, religious people who think that they are doing the right thing, and that could be another hard thing that's hard to argue against. And I think there's a lot of religious people who think that it's the right thing, but the people who are actually putting it forward know it's really not. Yeah, the right thing. I don't know. I'm hoping that in this age of social media, I think I think young people are getting more educated. They're getting they're getting a lot more self-aware and aware of these things. Yeah. And you know, people are leaving the church, so hopefully that's a trend that continues and maybe maybe something will change, but again, it's so hard to say what's going to happen. Yeah. Gen Z, we need you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, okay, so the next one, do you have a least favorite cult? And why is it the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? <laughs> <laughs> JK, uh, ex-Mormon here to say, y'all's podcast has been a rare sunshine in my days during my faith changes, and you guys helped me immensely uh, to not feel alone, and I cannot tell my manager fun facts like homeschooling wasn't legal in America until the satanic panic of the 80s, and Mother Teresa was a glorified hospice nurse. <laughs> she let people <laughs> die despite having millions in her charity, so she was not a nice person. Um also, fun fact, Trevor has the best chuckle, and he should laugh more. I usually cut my laughs out of the <laughs> podcast because I hate it, so thank you. <laughs> oh, well. 
you know what? We'll send send her a supercut. Yeah. Just you laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On a ten hours of Trevor's chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I kind of do think that they're my kind of least favorite slash favorite cult. Like it's it's so interesting how they became so mainstream ish, but still have such crazy ideas and such mm-hmm. disprovable beliefs. Um, and they're still like they just come off as like your your nice family next door, but also you're a god when you die. I don't know. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel the same way about Scientology. Yeah, I mean, it's bananas how that's <laughs> gotten to where it has. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's insane to think that a, a religion founded by a science fiction writer. Yeah, would have taken off. <laughs> and the same with uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. The Mor- uh, they're called the Mormons. Um, <laughs> how Joseph Smith was like a known con artist, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, well, I guess we, we'll trust this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can I can give like a little more forgiveness, but you know, Scientology. We had like telecommunication. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you couldn't just go to a different town and nobody would know who you were. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you could, but, I mean, if someone had a newspaper or something, they might have at least heard of you before. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Very don't know. true. <laughs> wow. Well, shall we uh, go on to the next sure. question? All right. Um, this is from uh, Tamara. Uh, they often say the second coming of Christ would mean the end of the world. Has anyone ever tried to summon Jesus with a Ouija board to disprove this or to try to bring about the end of the world? Don't all these religious cults try and do that like every like year? <laughs> yeah, maybe not a Ouija board, but no, no. Yeah, they try to influence things. Well, that's that's the whole thing with Israel, right? Like trying to mm-hmm. like when they made Israel a nation, it's like okay, well now the world's gonna end. Jesus is gonna come back and the world's gonna end, and it's like they try to do these things to bring it about, and. Uh, it's like I get it. The world sucks sometimes, but I yeah, want it tell to me keep your, going. Tell me you're a death cult without telling me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we'll do a Halloween episode where we try to raise Jesus right. with a Ouija board. <laughs> you know what? I've been talking about Ouija boards because uh, I've spooked for six years, and yeah. we still haven't done it yet. I'm ready to do it. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure you know my thoughts on uh, <laughs> spiritual items <laughs> yeah. made by Parker Brothers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, here we are. My, uh, I actually, my youngest sister uh, over Christmas said that just like I wouldn't want a Ouija board in the house. I wouldn't like that vibe. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's made by a board game company. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, my uh, sibling applied at a toy store, mm-hmm. and then we were like looking around and he went back and asked for their resume back because they had a uh, Ouija board on the shelf. <laughs> like, I don't want to work in an evil place that has a Ouija board. On <laughs> and there's also been so many studies that show how Ouija boards, um, uh, air quote work. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's the demons. Yeah. It is demons. Yeah. Uh, from Satan mm-hmm. and hell or heck. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, coming into your butthole and then uh, zooming out of your fingertips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They didn't tell you that part in uh, church, did they? No, and that's just science. It's because there's science mm. deniers. <laughs> <laughs> 
true. Uh, next question. Yeah. This is from Elizabeth. Um, I don't know if I said the last person's name. That was Heather that I read. Uh, Elizabeth, Damien and Trevor. Uh, firstly, I love your podcast, and I love Trevor's videos. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for your guys' hard work and dedication. Secondly, here's my question with some background for con- context. When I was a kid, my mom and I hopped churches a lot. I started having panic attacks in church around age 8 to 10. I had a terrible time at church. I don't think it's environment or the people or just the scary loud messages booming from the speakers. I don't know if it's just the environment mm-hmm. or the people. Yeah. But I have a panic attack every time I am in church. Even to this day, I have also cried many times in church. So my question to both of you is, what do you guys think about, what do you guys think about during church anxiety? What experiences have you had? Have you guys had with the weird panic attacks or nervousness while in the pews? Do you think it has anything to do with the brainwashing or mongering? Uh, thank you again for you guys' work. Everything you've put out is really well edited. And a lot behind it, you definitely tell your experience, and a lot are very emotionally intelligent. Oh, thank you. I've only had a panic attack in church once, <laughs> and it was at a wedding, and uh, and it was caused not by the church itself, but by a family member. It was triggered by a family member. <laughs> no, I had two panic attacks at weddings. I don't know, but I do get anxiety now going into church, and I think it's definitely because um, of, yeah, just past trauma and stuff like that like even popping into my old old church to like pick up my brother's instrument is like the last time i went to a church and it was still like there was something panicky about it where i just like i don't know i just felt anxious i mean as someone like i'm i never went on a regular basis i think i think first of all there, there is there is like the way they have the spaces set up, there is like a, a feeling to those spaces, right? Like mm-hmm. they they intentionally want you to feel a certain way when you go into a church, right? So exactly. It's, yeah. it's usually quiet. It's very spacious. It's you know, there's a lot of those like subconscious things that are going to be affecting you. And like you were saying, you were hopping around between churches a lot. I'm sure that didn't help too. So yeah. every time you're in an unfamiliar place, dealing with these same things. So not just the space, but unfamiliar people unfamiliar circumstances i don't know what was happening otherwise like with you and your mom hopping around like that that could be part of it so yeah i mean i think it's very i, I think it's very reasonable that you would feel that way in a church and it, it seems it seems like it m- makes sense like yeah that's yeah <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> yeah exactly I know I went to a, f- a Catholic funeral. I think it was Catholic. I, I actually don't know. I was in a church and there was all this kneeling and getting up and getting down and all that stuff. And uh, I was in- extremely uncomfortable the whole time because <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what they're talking about. These songs are weird. Um, so I can't imagine like if you're in that space and you have a belief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like if I was a kid, I would, like you'd be shitting your pants. So. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I was an adult, and I was just like, "What the? What the yeah. hell?" <laughs> exactly. Uh, do the next one. Yes. All right. Um, this one is from Josh. Um, I actually have a little story to tell that leads to my question. Okay, let's get to the story. I used to be wrapped up in an evangelical cult. Ran by my friend and his parents. That's a that's a spicy story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he really loved to go on and on about the power uh, that the name of Jesus commands. He would always say that just saying the name of Jesus or commanding an evil spirit away in the name of Jesus was powerful enough to chase away any demon. 
Okay. Uh, this is, uh, thing is, one night I woke up seeing a dark shadowy figure at the edge of my bed. I couldn't move or speak. I managed to say something like, in the name of Jesus, I command you to be gone, and it vanished. My friend told me that I had encountered a demon. Maybe God had sent it in there so I would witness the power of Jesus' name firsthand. Maybe the devil was coming after me because I had just accepted Christ or something else my ex-friend conned me to do. I eventually had a falling out with him and cut him out of my life like cancer. Uh, I also eventually found out about something called night terrors, which explained everything I went through that night. Have you ever encountered in your studies any church who would use night terrors as a way of proving the existence of demons? What are your thoughts on using the name of Jesus to banish away evil spirits? Uh, for the record, I am an agnostic just uh, and just um, opened the idea that there may be something else out there, but I'm now just trying to live my life. Thanks for reading. I know it was long. Josh. Yeah, I have a couple family members who have night terrors, and when I was a kid, it was viewed as demons, and it was yep. like they thought they were demons, and now they, both of them realize that, no, I just have a medical issue. Yeah, it's sometimes called old hag, old hag syndrome, because that's the most common one where you wake up and there's an old lady sitting at the end of your bed, or like sitting near you, but there's different manifestations based on like what you mm-hmm. what scares you and well, s- sleep paralysis and that yeah. that's been a huge thing in religious iconography that goes back to like uh, succubus and incubus yeah those were kind of imageries that was related to it as well you know like about a demon sitting on your chest yeah uh, yeah but it's all like your body your your brain is kind of awake but your body's not awake yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a weird thing it's a weird it's a weird thing. Like your your body gets flooded with these hormones when you go to sleep, so you're not just like thrashing around all night, and uh, your brain is starting to wake up before your body does, and that's part of what causes these things. Yeah, exactly. But, tr- but I mean, it's been a whole thing. Like that's a demon. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna take any opportunity they can to try and be like, see, see. Um, as for using Jesus's name, all that's trying to do is just trying to emphasize the power of it, right? Yeah. It's um, in a weird, it's, it's trying to ascribe more power to a word, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, think of it like a, almost like a swear word, right? Like at the end of the day, it is, it is just a word. However, because of like the context and the social implications and the history of it and how it's used, all these things lend itself to giving these specific words more impact yeah. and power. And by doing this, it's doing the same similar kind of thing while also trying to be like, see how powerful Jesus is yeah. because when you do these things, this takes care of this. So by, by bringing up this word, you're also bringing up Jesus in their esteem. And then all that's doing is leading you further and further down the, uh, the garden path. And that's another thing too, with uh, the sleep paralysis and the night terrors is that, mm-hmm. um, that never worked. <laughs> we never, <laughs> like we would say in Jesus name be gone and it never worked. <laughs> so. I mean, eventually you did wake up though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And that, yeah. So, I mean, how many times do you think that happened? And then people woke up and they're like, see, the demon left. Yeah. Like, no, I, I woke up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and nothing happened because there was nothing there. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, how any of these like, supernatural things like that happen right it's just like it nothing happens or something happens unrelated and they're like see it's because of this it's like no it's no. not <laughs> yeah exactly all right uh, next question <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not josh i'm not mad at you i'm just mad at this yeah exactly <laughs> this topic 
Uh, this is from Alex. Hi, guys. My name is Alex from Michigan. My dad ran a Christian rock station during my childhood from 93 to 06 before selling off to Air One Love conglomerates. Uh, so your Christian rock lyrics segment is always funny. I'm usually suggesting songs in YouTube comments. And as as a now atheist antitheist, I want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, number one, can you guys, can you please do a segment on Miss Angie's 100 Million Eyeballs? This song was was dumb, but the CD had a, got shipped to the radio station, was literally shaped like a bunch of eyeballs. <laughs> and you can see that. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and number two, is there a, a philo- philosophical system you would like to see gain prominence uh, in North America that would help the non-aligned uh, growth transition from organized Christianity, agnostic atheism? I can't think of one, but I know quite a few uh, nuns who test out all kinds of weird stuff. And then number three, maybe you guys could record video for YouTube posting versions to go with the graphics. That might be fun. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, first one, yeah, I'm going to check that song out. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm so, I'm not a philo- philosophical guy really. Like as far as like studying, like, and, and knowing different types i just know how i think and how my brain works so (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i mean i guess my philosophical system would just be scientific yeah (laughs) i I guess my i guess my philosophy is just like leave people the fuck alone mind your own goddamn business (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i think if you if you can do those two things you're 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 pretty good for the most part yeah I don't know how many problems, like, arguments I've gotten in with, like, family members where it's just like, why is this your problem? Yeah, exactly. Like, this has nothing yeah. to do with you. So. Yeah. Uh, and then video for the YouTube. I mean, that might be something to think about yeah. for uh, coming up. Next steps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get a camcorder in a fancy studio. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. <laughs> let's do it yeah <laughs> and then the last question oh do you want to read the last question yeah this is from adam dear dudes oh rock uh, for the <laughs> for the question what inspired the christian rock lyric i quote hank just because of that and makes for excellent conversations your subscriber adam oh i think we were gonna do different segments and we have done different segments yeah and christian rock was just like one of them but i just like doing it the most so I do it's, it the it's most. a fun one, yeah. I think. I think it's like it's a good light kind of diversion from the rest of what we talk about. Yeah. And uh, there's just so much of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm constantly blown away by the bad writing and just the insane leaps of logic that some of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them are just so insane. Uh, well, that was the last question. Um, what I think we can do is we can go and thank our Patreons, and then I have a non-Christian rock lyric segment. All right, let's uh, let's do it. Oh. oh, my God. Wow, thank you so much. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody, and welcome to our Bible study. Thank you so much for coming back. I know uh, Valentine's Day is upon us, and you could be out mm-hmm. with your uh, lovers instead of loving God, and uh, we appreciate that you chose yeah. to love the Lord. Thank you for making the right choice and not the choice of sin. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, we want to thank uh, 
Christy and Robin and Katmandu and reluctantly Mrs. Collins and Matthew Murrow for coming today and choosing the right uh, the right path you know staying away from greed and lust and mm. envy I, I assume I'm sure that most of these couples are out on dates looking at what the other couples ordered mm. and envying what they got so amen amen and uh, I have a quick prayer request actually for my friend Rip uh, 314 and uh, the big issue here is that they bought uh, the red construction paper and the doilies, those paper doilies, and made a bunch of very beautiful Valentine's Day cards for um, many friends. And uh, the problem is that uh, I didn't get one. Um, and I just feel like maybe next time just send one my way, and I just pray that there's not there's no ill will there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a prayer request for uh, our friend Libby. Um, Libby had actually bought a big bag of uh, heart-shaped Reese's peanut butter cups. And, uh, well, it was a very, very kind offer. They didn't check if anyone was allergic to peanut butter. Um, uh, Nobody was, but, you know, in the future, just, uh, you know, that might be something worth, you know, checking before bringing it to the party. But Mm -hmm. uh, I do love those Reese's peanut butter cups, so I'm not not mad. I'm just... uh, uh, disappointed yeah and actually that brings me to to a prayer request i have for revenge and that is that we very distinctly said that nobody at this party has a peanut allergy strongly hinting that they bring the heart-shaped reese's peanut butter cups and uh, instead they brought a very large heart-shaped pizza and uh, which was nice but get the hint you know Mm mm-hmm yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I have a uh, final prayer request for Impossible Ocelot for uh, uh, not telling me that uh, nobody had a peanut allergy before I made my first uh, prayer request. So I, I know that uh, they were taking the minutes of the last meeting and I was away because I had uh, some uh, gastrointestinal issues mm. that I don't want to talk about. Um, and uh, I just want to say uh, next time, please keep me in the loop. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And we just lift all these uh, people up to you. Oh, Lord. I, ha- I had diarrhea. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I understand. It's better now. I know because mostly. I read your blog. So that's how I already knew that. But Okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No problem. And so we just lift all these people up in prayer and uh, hope that you love God as much as you love mm-hmm. um, those rose petals you've put all over your bed. And those little heart-shaped Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm, amen. And sh- amen. Amen. And should we go on to our new segment? Yeah, new seggy. Bring uh, it on. Bring it on. This segment is called, uh, How Much Did Damien Learn? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Great. a quiz. Fucking uh, pop quiz. A pop no prep. quiz. No prep. Oh, my God. I'm uh, toast. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look like a complete idiot now. So I got a few questions here. Actually, some of them came up in today's. So you might you might have an advantage. I wasn't listening. I told you right, this. Right. So we'll okay. see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. So question number one, and uh, um, I'll keep score. Question number one, which of the following is a topic we haven't done? Mm. Is it A, Jehovah's Witnesses, 
B, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, C, Christian Scientists, or D, Scientology? We haven't done Scientology yet, have we? That's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you got All that right. one. You're <laughs> on a roll. <laughs> okay. To be fair, we've been doing this for a couple years now. Yeah. So if I ever get something, cut me a little slack. <laughs> we'll cut him. Well, can everybody cut Damien some slack? <clears throat> Which of these quotes is not in the yeah. opening theme song? Oh, geez. I haven't listened to the opening theme song in a while. Probably <laughs> the last live stream. Yeah. <laughs> lay, okay, lay it on me. A, America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. Mm-hmm. B, they swore a pact to the devil. C, um, it's a tube full of demons. Or D, I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. Is it uh, C? Uh, yep, that's right. A tube full of, ah. It's a tube full of demons. <laughs> that is a... It's uh, like the internet. The internet's a series of tubes. That is true. <laughs> that A uh, tube full of demons is what um, <laughs> Kenneth Copeland called uh, air, oh, airplanes. airplanes. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be a good uh, band name. Yeah. uh number three with the amount of times the end of the world has been predicted how many times has it actually ended uh a five times b Mm -hmm. two times c no times or d one time uh i'm gonna say b No, so, it hasn't it hasn't ended at all zero times perfect yep you got see mm-hmm. you've uh, you're three for three right now yeah i i don't have to take the rest of this quiz I got it. <laughs> number four which of the following religion teaches that their members can become gods after their death a mm. jehovah's witnesses uh b lutherans c the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints or d seventh day adventists Oh, I think you mentioned this. It was uh, the uh, Latter-day Saints, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Bam. All right. <laughs> See, I do listen. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> Number five, who is not a member of the Trinity, according to Christianity? Morpheus. <laughs> is it A, God the Father, B, Jesus the Son, C, Papa Smurf, or <laughs> D, the Holy Spirit? Mm. Well, it's uh, Papa Smurf, the Son, the Holy Ghost, right? <laughs> Final answer? <laughs> uh, it's Papa Smurf. Yep. Oh, you, right. You're on a roll. Wow. I'm doing better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> when televangelist Pat Robertson raised money to airlift refugees out of Rwanda after the Rwanda genocide, what did he actually do? Was it A, send people who read the Bible over dying people and didn't help them in any other way or in any way? Um, B, use the airplanes to send equipment to the blood diamond to, to send equipment to the blood diamond mines he owned. C, used his connections in the Republican Party to cover his tracks. Or D, all of the above. I'm gonna go with D on this one. Yeah. All of the above. That's right. What a piece of shit. <laughs> As soon as you started listing, I'm like, there's, there's going to be an all of the above in this yeah. one. I don't, even have, I don't even have to listen. According to a lot of prosperity preachers, giving them mm-hmm. money is A, shooting your shot, B, up to you, C, planting a seed, or D, a fun activity. Planting a seed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Couldn't think of any other like, good answers. <laughs> uh, Shooting your shot. <laughs> two more questions here. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Whose voice is in the drop when we go to a Christian rock lyric? Is it A, Homer Simpson, B, Peter Griffin, C, Hank Hill, or D, Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Hank, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bam. It's a great line. <laughs> and finally, I think you're gonna. I honestly think you're gonna get nine out of nine on this quiz. Let's see. I might. I might just throw this last question just to. <laughs> just <laughs> so it shows that I can improve. And then when I get perfect next time, I say, "See, I got better." See, got better. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be shooting for the stars. That's what, what? I say. What was the cause of death for a large number of snake handling pastures? Was it A, old age, <laughs> B, car accidents, C, cancer, or D, uh-huh. snake venom? <laughs> uh, probably uh, snake venom. Yep, that's right. It's snake venom. All right. Yeah. Okay. Nine out of nine. Look at you. <laughs> and you were scared. Oh. What do I win? <laughs> you win my respect. Ah. Oh. And uh, okay, that's not I'll, worth I'll buy you a beer next time I see you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, things are opening up again. Yeah. So we can we can do that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. We got this. Yeah, we got it. Well, everybody, this has been a hundred episodes, and maybe we'll do a hundred more. Maybe, if you want us if to. If you want us to. You gotta ask us real nicely mm-hmm. though. And you gotta. We'll, see, well, we'll see what happens after fifty, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not making promises. Yeah. No promises. I'm not writing checks my ass can't cash. Mm. Wait. Yeah. Is that how it goes? No, it's asses your checks can't cash. I'm not shitting checks. <laughs> that well, hundred here's to a hundred more. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thanks to you so much. I do actually really appreciate all of you and uh mm-hmm. couldn't have couldn't have made it this far without you. Yeah, um, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. Let's know. I'm gonna grab a glass of water. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. I got mine before the podcast, so I'll just sit here all by myself. No, Trevor. Some of us come prepared, usually Trevor, Um, but today I guess I'm the hydrated one. I'm the king of the water today.